Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to another season of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Gluck. I'm a writer for The Athletic, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. I've been doing this since 2010, so that's a long time ago. But uh, each year we change up the questions, so we have 12 new ones here for you. And uh, as always, well, at least for the fifth straight season, we are going to start the series off with Joey Logano who is now the defending cup series champion. Now um, a word about this year's 12 questions, because last year, for those of you who listen, uh, I asked for feedback on what, what should I do with this? Should I keep doing the same 12 questions every week? Should I try to do like a 12 minutes with a driver or something, um, or just, you know, change them all up every week? What should I do? Most of you said, no, like we really like that. Um, it's the same 12 questions every week because it, shows personality and it brings out the differences in the drivers when it's the same questions and we see how they get to answer differently. Um, so I love that and thanks for your support on that. Um, but I did want to um, insert some variation into the question. So, um, you know, there's been a wild card question for a couple years now and there's also been um, a question that each driver asked the last person. Uh, we're also introducing two new segments that I wanted to tell you about, two new questions. Um, one is an advice column question. So you you see like, you know, Dear Abby or Ann Lander, somebody writes in and says, oh, you know, my, my mother-in-law keeps coming over uninvited. What do I do? How do I talk to her about it or whatever? I thought it would be uh, funny and, you know, maybe interesting and maybe genuine at times to have uh, drivers, race car drivers answer life advice questions. So um, if you've seen my Twitter, I've been putting out a link to the form uh, where you can submit such questions as well. And I will just be picking, they're, they're all anonymous and I'm just picking random questions, trying to match them up with a driver. You'll hear Logano answer uh, one of those. And then the other question is um, that's new and, and will we'll change every week at least uh, uh, is about a hot topic. So, you know, I, I, I want to ask people like, let's say there's some pop culture thing going on and, and everybody has an opinion on it. Um, I want to get the driver to weigh in on that and uh, see what they think about sort of the issue of the day. Um, for instance, I can ask Joey Logano about the last play of the Super Bowl, for instance. So, um, and then all the other questions will stay the same as they always do. Uh, well, I mean, at least they won't change from week to week. They are different from last year. Um, anyway, that's a little bit about uh, what went into these 12 questions this year. Um, Landon Castle helped me uh, you know, run through them as always. And Chase Briscoe, who enjoys the 12 questions, also uh, submitted a question that uh, was good enough for me to put it on every week. Um, and you'll hear that in this interview. But uh, I've talked long enough. Without further ado, let's hear from defending Cup Series champion Joey Logano. All right, everybody. I'm here with Joey Logano, fifth straight year that you've agreed to do this uh be p1 and you didn't even big time me you could have just said oh i'm the champion now i got stuff to do sorry i can but, do that 
Well, <laughs> I assume oh, that's so. The case. But, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for doing this. Uh, you always make them look better than I think they end up being, though, because you're so good at answering them. And I'm like, oh, you're yeah. You're really making me feel good about all this. No, already. it's. I don't know. It's, <laughs> and, then I, and then I get to like a few people down the road and I'm like, oh, I don't think the questions were actually that good. Just Joey was that good at answering them. I don't know. So, okay, here's the first one. <laughs> okay. Uh, you must pick one chore or obligation to do every day for a year, but if you do this successfully for a whole year, you never have to do it again the rest of your life. So what do you pick? Oof. Um, and I'll never have to do it again the rest of my life. Well, I tell you what, I've done this chore I've been doing for the last five years is changing diapers. <laughs> I thought you might say that. <laughs> I've been changing diapers for five years. Yeah. Every day. And I don't see I don't see the end in the near future. <laughs> yeah. Anytime soon. And so, uh, at some point, yes, I will be done changing diapers, and uh, until grandkids or something, or my sister's kids or something. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me that much anymore, though. It, it would if it's someone else's kid, right? Let's be honest. Yeah. Changing your own kid's crap isn't that bad, but changing someone man. else's kid, I, I always say no. I've never done it. I just say no. If it's a pee diaper, it's fine. But when you get to the poop mm. ones, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. You know? mm. Yeah, I, I, I do this thing now I where I put my nose is. inside my shirt. Oh, is it bother that? So you got to get the diaper. You got to throw it to the side immediately. I, I just get it don't out. Wanna, yeah, get it away. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways, good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a crap start. Yeah. yeah. Uh, describe how you are as a passenger in a streetcar. I don't. Oh, you don't, I don't let ride. Else drive. Oh, okay. I drive. Interesting. Interesting. I drive okay. everywhere. I hate riding passenger seat. And then, like, so usually, like, if we do an appearance somewhere, a lot of times they have a car service, like, pick you up or something. I hate that. I'm always like, I want to rent the car. Like, give me a rental <laughs> car. I don't need a car service. I want a rental car. And I'm going to drive the car. Like, I don't know. I, I get car sick for one. And then I hate that. And then no one ever. <laughs> this sounds so no one ever drives as good as me <laughs> <laughs> no i understand that i mean yeah but like what you like want right like i only i don't ride with many people there's maybe one or two people i ever would i'm okay riding with but 99 percent of the time i drive no matter what i can all the time. i can understand why no that makes a lot of sense to me you get car sick uh no well i mean if i look at my phone too much okay i get which motion I do, sick I guess, and then but... it's like and then it's like you're you're down for like an hour, maybe longer, until Ooh, like yeah. everything gets back. But you don't get motion normal. sick driving a race no, car. No, I don't get motion sick driving either because I'm like focused in. I'm all right. Yeah. This okay. When you get somebody yeah. else is controlling the movements. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. What is an app on your phone that you love using and you think more people should know about? Oh, you're asking the wrong person on this one because there's not. <laughs> Hey, maybe the actual phone app. There, there, there's my answer. Because I'm not the the best on my phone or on it that much. Um, I'm looking at like things I would typically look at. It's basically maps, phone, text, email, <laughs> my security the, system. The basics. <laughs> yeah. like, that's literally uh, Instagram. <laughs> that's like uh, AutoTrader app. I look at that. <laughs> that's like literally... That's, what I'm kind of old school when it comes to some of that. No games? You're not like a Candy Crush type guy? No. No. I don't. you really have much time for that. I, I don't. And even on the planes, I don't really get into that a whole bunch. I, I have Monopoly on here. I do like playing Monopoly on the on the plane. If I get Against like, if people I, if I run solo. out of stuff, I do that. I don't, I don't know how I can do that on the plane. Can you? If you can. 
Could, but uh, so is it like? But like the Monopoly thing is, are you playing like? Oh, I'm a computer? playing as some computer guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah. I kick his ass all the time. Oh, okay. What do you do to make yourself feel better when you're having a crappy day? Um, just keep perspective in mind. Right, like I mean, that's that's what it's about. Like, it, I was talking to someone yesterday about this stuff too, and it's literally like you got to keep in mind that even on a bad day still pretty good in comparison to what others are dealing with mm-hmm. right i'm healthy i have healthy kids i got a great wife you know you're gonna have days that are bad and it's not that you should minimize those days by saying you know like oh it could be worse and you get over it like things are still important right like your job is still important to you right and mm-hmm. not every day is a good day doesn't mean you just go home and forget about it. Like you got to learn from it and get better still. But I think perspective still helps, right? I mean, there's think about there's people in other countries that just want food, right, or clean water, yeah, right. Like, whoa, I guess I'm doing pretty good. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I can open a bottle of Dasani at any point and I'm okay. Yeah, right. Like when you think of it in that way, I guess that helps me. Um, but it doesn't mean to just forget about hard times all the time and be complacent and be okay with things. Like, I don't think that's right either. Yeah. There's a balance in there. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So these next three, uh, I, I like doing the wild card questions. So these next three are sort of different versions of that where I'm mixing all these up each week now. So the first one is I'm asking, what I'm going to do is each driver is going to get like sort of like an advice column question, like a dear Abby type question. I've asked t- people on Twitter to submit anonymous questions and I'm just going to pick one and ask it to a different driver every week. So okay. here's one that, that I got that uh, I would like to hear your answer to. You laughed a little bit before you yeah, said it. No, I, I laughed writing this down <laughs> even. Uh, my wife and I have been together for 11 years, married for four. Our relationship is extremely healthy and full of love and mutual respect. However, she continues to put knives with peanut butter on them into the dishwasher, which does not come off and leaves food residue on the utensils. Despite me asking her... Sorry, <laughs> Despite me asking her multiple times if she could just do a little pre-wash before putting them in, how do I get her to stop doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Choose your battles, brother. (laughs) He said he had a good relationship and they love each other. Yeah, it said a good relationship with extremely healthy and full of love and mutual respect. Well, don't ruin it. (laughs) Don't ruin it, buddy. So there's a little peanut butter. Oh, well. (laughs) Just deal with it. It'll be okay. I mean, it could be a lot worse. You know what I mean? If if, if your biggest problem is you got peanut butter on the knife, you just got it sometimes. It's okay. You know, you might just overlook that one a little bit. Or, uh, yeah. Or, I mean, hey, maybe, I mean, he guess he's already talked about it. And, yeah. I, I would just uh, pick your battles. Essentially. Pick your battles. Yeah, happy wife, yeah. happy life. There's a lot of truth in that one. So <laughs> okay. I think I just go with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is that's very good advice. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just. I mean, if it was something bigger, that was a real like real problem. I mean, you got to talk about it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe try to find a, a solution, but uh, <laughs> just let the peanut butter. I can go in. with the peanut butter. <laughs> ah, it's not the end of the world. Go go two cycles on the on the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Run it run it back one time. <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, so the next one is a hot topic of the week where whatever's going on in the world, uh, ask somebody to weigh in. Sort of. So did did you watch the Super Bowl? Okay, I'm glad you went with Super Bowl. Oh yeah, no, yes. no more like pop culture, <laughs> not 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 politics. Sorry, I should. 
So the end of the Super Bowl, there's you know there was like that sort of ticky tack call. I mean, it was a fair call, it sounded like, but um, you know maybe they let that go. Sometimes the game was decided on something that was just like uh, right. Um, so as a viewer, you know, watching that, how did you did you feel let down, or you feel like oh that's just part of the game? How did you how did you absorb that? I can only relate as a competitor, right? And I don't compete in the Super Bowl, so don't get me wrong on this, but. As somebody that competes in a professional sport, all you want is consistency. That's all you want. If it's not okay, it's not okay all the time. Doesn't matter if it's coming down to the end of the race or coming down to an end of a, a, the most important football game in, in your career, right? Which is the Super Bowl. As long as the calls are consistent, I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Then, because you then you know the rules. And as a competitor, you can play by the rules. Like, okay, I know I can't do this or I can do this, right? And I get it. There's gray area, right? Because as black and white as you want things to be as a competitor, there's some areas that are just gray. And it's like, it's a judgment call. And we have those in our sports, you know, in our sport and, and in all sports, there's judgment calls. And I feel like there's less and less of it now that there's replays and they can go back and analyze things. Um, but to answer your question, as long as it's consistent, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is the wild card question. I'm mixing it up for each person. So I went back to our 2010 interview 13 years ago now, um, where we <laughs> I, I'd asked you, what was the best race you ever drove? And at the time you said, hey, this uh, race I did in K&N East at Adirondack Speedway in 2007 <laughs> was a heck of a race. I assume that in the time since then, you maybe have another race that you thought, that was maybe the best race. I feel like I've gotten better since that (laughs) moment in K and N. Um, thank God, because, uh, in 2010, I was borderline losing my job. (laughs) I definitely lost it the next year. So, um, that probably was my best race at the time. Uh, but shoot. Wow. Um, now I don't know. I look at a few of them. that feel like we're pretty well. Like, I mean, Phoenix last year was a flawless race in my opinion, um, or flawless weekend all the way through, hmm. uh, racing for the championship with the pressure on us and all that. Like that's, I'm pretty proud of like our whole team on that one. Right. Yeah. Like, cause, cause it's not just a driver anymore, you know, and these things, right. Like I can come up races where I feel like I did a good job, but we didn't get to finish. We needed to. And, and as a leader of the team, it's kind of hard to say that you did your job good enough either right Mm -hmm. like maybe i drove the car fine but that's just one piece of my job now at least the way i look at it to where like if we don't do if we don't if we're not successful as a team i don't think i did my job good enough anymore Hmm. so i guess phoenix to me last year championship race is probably the most flawless weekend as a team that that i've been a part of wow okay Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, in your career, what is the deal that came closest to happening that ended up not working out? A deal? 
Ooh. You got to send me these questions before now. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. If I, I hadn't been doing I'm them like a 15 or 20 minutes before You're racking you my in. memory though, man. That's where that's where it gets to, a deal that's close to happening. Um, I got very close to signing with Roush when I was, uh, before I signed with Gibbs. Um, and Ganassi actually. Wow. Um, so when I was, what, how old was I, 15? 14, 15, 14 or 15, 2004, 2005. Uh, I, I, as a young kid that didn't have a driver's license, had three deals sitting in front of me. I could drive for Gibbs. I can drive for Ganassi. I can drive for Roush. Had three contracts printed out. Here's, here's what you can do. Wow. Getting paid as a 15-year-old to drive a race car. This doesn't happen anymore, by the way. Yeah. This is when driver development programs were all a little thing. There's a lot of hype around me, all that. And I had three full deals there. And um, I remember I, I, yeah, I met with all three of them. Um, and I guess, the, I guess the deal is probably the closest with, was with Chip. And it was so interesting because we sat down in the room and you know we, we went through like kind of what my future can look like there and how many years in certain divisions before they moved me to cup and, and all these things. And here's what the numbers would look like and all this stuff. And, and Chip was like, okay, cool. Oh, I got my lawyer here. We'll draft it up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this is our first meeting. And he comes down like 45 minutes later, throws a contract, throws a pen in front of me and goes, sign it. Like, <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Wow. <laughs> like, hang on a second here. So, uh, we got to like review it and like look at some things and like be smart here. So, uh, but that was probably the, that was one of a very, which would have changed my whole career, right? Good or bad, yeah. I don't know. We'll never know. But it was a, a very interesting time in a young boy's life for sure. Wow. Okay. That's a really good answer. But this was a, this is a suggested question to include from Chase Briscoe, by the way. He told me I need to ask this. Okay. Every, to every driver. So, all right. Thank you, Chase. For oh, that, that one. was a good okay. question. That yeah. was a great question, yeah. actually. Maybe think about it. Um, who is a person that you would be starstruck uh, if you met them? If you got to meet them? Mm. I feel like you meet so many people now that you're like yeah. not really too. You're not going to get nervous, but is I guess is there anybody that you would be like, wow, that's that person? You know. Um. I don't know if I like get like super starstruck. I just don't know what to say a lot mm -hmm. of times when I meet somebody because I'm like, I, what do we have in common? Right? Like a lot of times, like some celebrity will come to a racetrack and that's cool, and we can talk about the race a little bit. But eventually, it's like it kind of stays surface level. We're like, it's hard to grow a friendship unless there's like things that are in common in your in your lives, right? Like that's mm -hmm. how a friendship really kind of starts to build and. It, it kind of like to me, it stays surface and essentially like, well, okay, enjoy the race. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> like I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I'm like a, not the best conversationalist. Like I'm like decent at it, but I'm not the best at it. And so I get like, eventually I run out. Like if someone's not giving me something back, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I don't know if there's anyone like, so, uh, I'd say my wife and I are pretty big Walker Walker Hayes fans right now, and uh, I've we went to his concert, got to meet him, and and since then we've started to build a, a friendship actually because there is some things in common that we have, mainly kids, uh, but but able to to talk back and forth a lot, which is that that part's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. very nice. Um, what is the single most important skill a race car driver can possess? Mental toughness. It's all in mm. your head. I, I believe it's all in your head. Um, 
just like any other sport, uh, that's that's the piece that takes it different than than other levels, right? Like talent and ability to do certain things behind the wheel, cool. But if you can't do it under the high pressure moments, who cares, right? Like, so you can go fast. Can you go fast with the pressure on you, right? When when the playoffs, the, those type of things. I think it's all in your head. It's all mental toughness. And some people are good at it. Some people aren't. Some people work at it. Some people thrive, you know, in those moments. To me, sports, the majority of it's in your head, right? Wow. I mean, some people are just naturally good. Some people have to work hard to get to that certain point, whatever that is. But, uh, yeah, I think it's all in your head. It's probably why I always choke when I'm against my friends in mini golf on the last <laughs> hole. <laughs> I don't have so that. You're, but you're pretty good at mini, mini golf all the way up to the, the last yeah, hole. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what life lessons from a young age stick with you and affect your daily decisions as an adult? Um, boys, these are good. These are good. I like where you're going with these. These are good. Uh, I'd say, I mean, you just want to do the right thing, right? Like, I mean, I know it's so simple, but just being like a good person, right? Mm -hmm. Like remembering that attitudes are contagious, right? Like as much as anything, right? And and you can affect people's days just by saying something to them or smiling or just, right? Like, I just think that's a big thing in our world that sometimes people don't think about because you get so like locked up in your own little world. And to be able to like sometimes, going back to perspective like we talked about earlier, like sometimes just keeping some of that in mind and just finding joy in what you're doing no matter what it is, like find mm-hmm. some fun in it. And that just seems to make everybody happier. I want happy people around me. You know, yeah. I want everyone else to be happy too. So I try to live by that and say attitudes are contagious. I love it. I love it. Uh, so the last question uh, from the person from last year was Landon Castle. And his question for you is, what do you do when you don't know what to do? <laughs> Um, this doesn't happen. I don't know what to do in like, in what scenario though. That's where it gets it, like life or in I, life. I don't, phone a yeah. friend <laughs> all the time. Friend, yeah. All you the time. Advice, yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. Like I, like I'm not, if I don't know what to do, obviously I'm not confident in what I'm doing at the moment and asking advice from the right people is probably the best thing you can do. Like maybe somebody has gone through the situation that you're in at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. What would you do here? You know, doesn't mean I'll do what that person says, but yeah. at least I put it in the equation for a little bit to try to decide what to do. Yeah. I phone a friend. Okay. Phone I, a friend. I love that. I love that. Um, so the next one is with uh, Chase Briscoe. Do you have a question that I can mm. ask Chase? And he's already had a great question yeah. today about yeah. the deal, the, the deal that got away or whatever it may be. He's like a big 12 questions fan. He so, likes this. I like yeah. this too. I think this is great. I think it's cool that you keep it consistent all the way through. Because then you kind of get to see the real personality of people. Yeah, I like I, I like simple... I like seeing what comes out too. Yeah. Um, so we talked about this beforehand, and I think uh, a cool question right now is that everybody, uh, I say everybody, there's a lot of other drivers that are interested in racing in Cup right now, right? You got Pastrana. You, you've had you know a whole bunch of people. Villeneuve here last year to 500. We, we a lot. So I guess the question I would say is. Of any racer out there in today's environment, like possibly today, mm-hmm. not not retired drivers, not you know present or, or in the past, today's present drivers, uh, 
around the world, who would you most want to race against? Oh, okay. Yeah. Of anybody. Okay. One-on-one. Yeah, like you like, get to be like... Like I, head-to-head race. Like, let me see what I got. I'm going wheel-to-wheel with this person. Same exact yeah. cars, no advantage in cars. Like, take take any any other variable out. Head-to-head race. Ooh. At like a, I don't know, some neutral racetrack. Okay. That's great. That's a track great. that neither one of you raced at. Okay, that, Ooh. there's fair, yeah. Ooh, this is getting good. Okay, all right. I like that a lot. Well, thank you for doing this. Even though, you know, you turned your back on the balding community uh, <laughs> and, and now have a beautiful head of hair, I still, there, I still appreciate you it. Could you could be know? like me too, though. <laughs> hair clubs uh, got you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I see the billboards. I'll look into it. There but you thank go. you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, everybody, there you have it. I just so enjoyed that one. That was so funny. Uh, I I really just had a great time laughing uh, through that one, especially the advice column one, which I could barely make it through, <laughs> barely speak the words. Um, so obviously Logano is great at that. Hopefully the other drivers will uh, give some great interviews as well. And actually, although I did say that uh, Chase Briscoe will be the next interview, and that was the plan, some time opened up with Alex Bowman after he won the Daytona 500 poll. So he will actually be the next interview followed by Chase Briscoe. So uh, I will ask Logano's question uh, to Bowman instead. And uh, you will hear that one next week. Now, um, for those of you who are listening on you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, these are delayed a week. I'm trying to respect um, the subscribers for The Athletic. Uh, who are paying, you know, to, to read read the version of this on uh, behind a paywall, and also they can um, get it for free the day the episode comes out, and then I'll post it um, for free for everybody else for not for the non-subscribers on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever the week after um, the interviews come out, just to, to make sure that I'm giving you know being fair to the people who are are paying to read the stuff and uh, my other work at The Athletic. And of course, I'd love to have you on as well um, at The Athletic. We are um, expanding our coverage. We're going to have um, two F1 writers this year. We're starting a whole thing with that. And then, of course, myself and Jordan Bianchi doing plenty of NASCAR coverage. So uh, feel free to, to sign up. You can go to theathletic.com slash 12 questions, and you should see a link there to get the latest deal. Anyway, appreciate you all, as always, for listening. Looking forward to another year, and I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast.